What it do, baby? It's your boy Rod coming at you live with Good Taste, Bad Grammar. Powered by the family brand. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, follow, all that. Right here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Hey Brad, what's good with you, man? Hey, um, didn't you didn't you drop drop something off your EP this week? A little single or something? Yeah, man. You know, uh, <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do what it make it do, man. You know, I had to drop a little something, man. I feel like you ever heard that that uh, that cold song "Water Break Interlude"? I feel like the the streets. What they say, bro? I feel like they need to hear it. Put it like that, bro. I feel like you need to drop it on on the podcast. Man, let's go ahead and heat up the summer, man. I was going to wait on it, but we might as well go ahead, well, Heat man. up the summer, bro. Nah, heat up the summer, bro. This, hey, this my first bar. This my first bar for y'all that don't know, man. Sign to the streets, man. Go ahead and let them get that. This is a certified hood classic. Trapaholics Mixtapes. I'm locked in, finna go to work like I clocked in I be ballin' nigga like I'm stocked in And I be working nigga to the clock in Man, the streets was not ready, bro. The, you know what I'm saying? Sign to the streets. The EP coming soon. We gonna heat up the summer. Brad going crazy. But anyway, man, welcome back to another episode of Good Taste, Bad Grammar. It's your boy, Rod Carter. You already know what it do, baby. Brad Brooks in the building, man. Check it in. Good Taste, Bad Grammar, powered by Family Brand. And, man, shout out my dog, H.A., man, Hunter Watson. Unfortunately, he is absent in the second episode, man. But he'll be back with us episode three. So don't worry. He's not going anywhere, man. But, Rod, man, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm chilling, man. How you doing, man? Blessed, man. I think that first episode, man, it turned out real good. So shout out to everybody that listened to us. You know, that that's a lot of love. That's a lot of love. Um, I thought, man, you know, the, the intro about nothing, it really wasn't just about nothing, man. We had a little bit of everything in there, you know? You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit of everything going on. Uh, it just didn't have a specific topic, so it was still about nothing. But it was a great conversation, man. I loved it. Yeah, man. Shoot, we can't be mad at that at all, right. but... You know, like we said, we want to continue to pull off that energy from the first episode. And today, man, you already know, we want to pick up where we left off, man. We want to continue to let people to know a little bit about us. So we want to answer a couple of questions today, man. We're going to have a little bit of everything. Just a few, a little something, something. Something slight, you know, a little bit for the summer. Right, right. Some for the hot girls, some for the hot boys. Because I know you're a certified hot boy, man. Hot boy summer check-in. Yeah, real Charlotte hottie, man. You know what's going on, man. For sure, man. But one of the first questions we got on the slate today, man, we want to address how are we able to maintain relationships that we built in college even after graduation, man. And shout out to Aaron Scott for that question. I know that's your line, brother. Much love. Shout out to the noobs. Yeah, that's my front, man. Much love, man. Um, How are we able to maintain these relationships after college? I really feel like, you know, um, and it's, it's it's subjective. You know, it's not the same for everybody. But I feel like it's, it's the type of relationship you have. Some relationships aren't meant to be maintained. Some relationships are for the time being, right? So... You know what I'm saying? In school, you can get to know some folks. You can get cool uh, with people, um, especially at a and I know for me, and me and Brad talk about it all the time, and I know even Hunter, 
Um, we would be dapping up people, you know what I'm saying? But it was just like, it was just that. I didn't really know your name. I didn't know where you was from. I didn't know nothing about you, but I knew that I seen you all the time. And when we seen each other, we dapped each other up just on some like, hey, bro, I be seeing you. Um, so maintaining relationships is just, I mean, picking, you know, picking and choosing what you, what you choose to be a relationship that's worth maintaining and, uh, doing so, you know, uh, being around solid folks, being around strong-minded, uh, like-minded folks, and that'll keep you, keep you going. Man, bro, I, I couldn't agree with you anymore, bro. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing, like you hit it, you hit the nail on the coffin with it, man. I think. It's about what you you invest and what you put in. Right. And I think, too, man, far as your maturity and, like, your matriculation as a young man, young woman, um, whatever you classify yourself as, I just feel like you continue to develop, you know, that sense of who you are. Mm-hmm. And not only the sense of who you are and your sense of identity, but the sense of who you relate with, who's really in your corner, who's your people, who's your circle. And I think, too, man, like, that's what college gave me the opportunity of. It was a lot of times, especially at the T. You know um, Always got to shout out to A&T, man. Shout out to Aggies out there. But, man, it was really like it was really like a university. Like, I'll walk around campus, dap up somebody. And funny story, man, it's crazy how, like, I, I mentioned, like, it's about what you put in and invest in it. Because I had a class with my homie Jameer. Jameer Tool, shout out to him if he's checking in right now. Yeah, yeah, but sir. I did not know Jameer's name this whole time I was in class with. <laughs> so me and him had this, um, we had this philosophy class and always was cool, everyday cordial. We sat beside each other, dapped each other up, and never remembered his name. But I would say, far as maintaining a relationship, it's really about what you do. People are going to remember you off of what you did. Right. And I remember dude invited us to a party one time. This was before we got real tight. And I don't know if you remember this, Rob. It was that party we went out to out there on uh, Block 42. Facts. And then they, had, they had security out there at the party. And they was like, man, who y'all know, bro? Y'all got to know somebody to get into this party. And I was like, I know my boy, uh, G, G, uh, forgot his name. I forgot his name. He started with a G. And they was like, Jameer? I was like, hell yeah, bro. I know my boy. Hell Jameer. yeah. And he came out. <laughs> He came out and he got us, man. So from there, just like that, that relationship started uh, budding a little bit more and building. So I would say that's one way that right. I continue to maintain relationships is just uh, making lasting impacts, you know? Right. Uh, so going into the second question, man, um, it's from it's from the GOAT, really. Like, it's really crazy that she even, you know, took time out her busy day to give us a question. But East Dockery, man, so... She asked, uh, how do you deal um, with outgrowing close friends? Um, and I feel like most people can 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 attest to this. Um, it's going to happen, you know. Um, and it's kind of something that you, you might try to avoid for some time, but in reality, it's just inevitable um, because you just outgrow people. You, you, change, you change what you want in life. You change how you want to go get it. And they either may change it and go in a different direction, or they may not and kind of stay in the same place. And that's just not good either way. Um, so you're gonna you're just gonna outgrow people. And I think the best way to handle the situation is to accept the situation. Like just accept that it's gonna happen. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to cut them off or not be friends with them. In some situations, it does. But most of the times, you can just you know understand that we outgrew each other or I outgrew them. We're no longer the closest of friends, and that's okay. Because that's just how life happens. Yeah, Rod, I definitely got to say that's facts, bro. Because I think, you know, and say, tell me if you agree with me or if you don't, man. But, you know, humans, we can't control the weather. 
And that, and that's kind of how like I right. interpret that question, man. Like we can't control the weather. I think just some things are bound to happen. You know, go, when you get older, you really do kind of come into your own that self identity. Like I mentioned, what you relate to, what you don't. And I've had a lot of friends. Right. You know, I still got love for them. I'm always gonna have love for them. Anybody that's came from where I came from, anybody that's been able to you know, have a part of my life, I'm always going to have love for them. But I think people do just kind of mm-hmm. sometimes we go different paths. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. We just sometimes go in different directions where we can't always be on the same playing field anymore. We can't always relate. Right. And at the same time, you can still have those valuable lessons with that. So for me, right. how, do I out, how do I deal with them? I mean, I still operate with love. Like the family brand always says, we love, we invest, we inspire. I'm always going to love somebody no matter – how long we talk or how how uh, how frequently we talk or, you know, how much I see them in the day-to-day space. And I think that's just how it is. Like, even you and I right now and Hunter, uh, even with Hunter being out here, we're all in different cities. We're all in different times in life. And I know we're not outgrowing each other, right. but it's even like when I don't see you guys for like a month span, when I see y'all in person or when I hop on the phone with y'all, it's like we never lost a moment. It's we love. never lost a beat because we still got love for each other no matter what. And I think that's all it is. That's how I right. really go about maintaining uh, relationships that I'm kind of outgrowing. Right. And shout out to East, too, man, on that question. Shout out to East Dockery, dog. That's, that's my girl, man. Shout out to her. Most definitely. Shout out to East. Shout out to East. Um, the third and last question that we're going to answer today is uh, the biggest challenge with having friends uh, that have different personalities. I don't know who sent that one, but shout out to the person who did send it. Um, shout out to Anonymous. That's who it was. Shout out to Anonymous. <laughs> shout out to Anonymous. Um, if you sent the question, hit us up, and I'll get you right next episode with a personal shout out. My fault that we didn't get your name, but look, dealing with friends with different personalities, um, I just, I just feel like, you know, you can't walk around the world and expect to meet everyone that's just like you. Um, and I feel like if you, if you try and, and, and achieve that in a friend group, uh, it's going to limit the growth of the friend group and the growth of you because, you know, you can grow with your friends, you can learn from your friends, but not if they're the exact same person as you, right? So like, uh, Hunter... For example, actually Hunter and Brad, um, and people can be like, eh, ain't you? but Hunter and Brad are very uh, extroverted, outgoing. They'll speak to everyone. You know, that's just the type of person they are, or persons they are. Me, I'm going to dap you up, keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? You talking too much. You know what I'm saying? It's love still, but you know what I'm saying? I'm just going where I'm going. I don't necessarily, you know, thrive on those conversations. And, you know, so that's just not me. Um, so like I learned from them that, you know, you got to take time to talk to people, you know what I'm saying? You can learn, you don't know what that person's going through. You don't know uh, what that person has for you right then and there. Um, so, you know, they made me better like that. Like they were just different personalities because I was the type of person that, you know what I'm saying? not really spend time to, to talk to people, um, all the time or, you know what I'm saying? Stopping whatever, whatever. But that's, that's something that, that's an example that of how I grew. Um, so I think that, Having friends with different different personalities helps you grow as a person. Bro, like, everything you said, man, that's spot on, man. Like, you can't expect everybody to be like you. And I think, too, how you're eloding 
to the fact of, you know, my personality type and Rob. You said they loading, bro? That's that bad grammar we was talking about. That they loading? Oh, man, a late, man. Shit, that shit. There we go, man. Fucking up right there, bro. Fuck it, man. We don't, we don't really care. I met it. a late. I met a late, though. For y'all, I've been at work all day, bro. Facts, facts. I'm stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I can't always keep my Bob voice every day, man. You right. Know? Hey, Bob be going dumb. Shout out to Bob, bro. But check this out, though, man. Like like you, were, like you were mentioning, I really do feel like you can't expect everybody to be like you. And I think even with my personality right. type, I think I'm somebody who's very extroverted, like you mentioned. But at the same time, I really kind of move with emotion sometimes. And that's kind of something that I learned from right. you. Shout out to my boy, Rod mm -hmm. Carter, Hot Boy Summer. That, you know, you can't always have your emotions attached to things. I think having friends that are different personality types, it really balances out your life. Because it's been countless times, whether when we lived together or when we were first becoming friends, like, you know, you kept it 100 with me. And that's what you got to have. You have to have right. different people in your circle. People that's going to keep it 1K with you. Yeah. People that's going to be there for that emotional support. And people that's going to offer, you know, that comedy element, whatever it may be. But you have to have that versatility in your friend group. And that's even just how, like, my mentor, uh, my dog, Kurt, he always used to tell me, man, like, you can't always be the smartest person in the Kurt, room. Man. And that's just, like, personality types, right. man. You can't always just have a whole bunch of extroverts. Because you need that yin to your yang, man. You need that balance, man. You need to relax. Mm -hmm. So that's that's really how I feel yeah. with, you know, dealing with friends with different personality types. You're going to have friends for different reasons. You're going to have friends that you have to talk to different ways because that's how they're going to gravitate. They're not always going to be accepting. And maybe a blunt matter. And maybe in a nice matter. So that's kind of how I feel it, man. But, you know, Rob, bro, we, we were able to knock all them questions out. Shout out to everybody that sent those in to us, man. Continue to follow to us on social media at Good Taste Bad Grammar at, at the beginning of that, man. Instagram, Twitter, you can find us. And, you know, we appreciate that love and that feedback. But it's to that point, man. I'm ready to hear some tunes, man. It's Weekly Wednesday. Hey, bro, turn me up. You know, something slight. We want to give you guys something, man. A little taste of our Weekly Wednesday playlist that is available on the Family Magazine so we're going to get into a song that we have been filling off of this playlist, and we will be right back after this short break. Yeah. Later checking in on live from Mecklenburg County. And you know, coming to tell y'all today, keep that shit funky. Keep it all the way funky. And not funk it all. Yeah. Hey, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the rich? I know you guys, but your answer I respect. Woke up this morning to a fishing grit bricks. I'm coming down and I ain't even in Texas. My granddaddy said I was a chip off the block. So if I had me some kids, that'd be the chip off the block. I got no for the fiend, but never chip off the rock. I get my cut off for free, I let you tip off the box. So when be the pipe of the pussy popper, it's a
Peanut Butters is a skincare line that provides an empowering, convenient, and conscious skincare experience for people of color with natural, cruelty-free products. We specialize in body butters and moisturizers. For a list of natural products, a skin type quiz, and more, visit NoyaButters.com. Man, so that was Elevator J, funky, man. Elevator J, straight out of Charlotte, man. Dope artist, man, coming up. Y'all check him out. Um, that was straight off the, the weekly Wednesday playlist, Week 27, made by George Paul, powered by the family brand CLT. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? Y'all go check that out. You can get the playlist off thefamilybrand.com. Um, most definitely. So going into the next topic, my man, uh, some people may know, some people don't know, uh, but this uh, this week was, or this month, is uh, Vitiligo Awareness Month. And this past Tuesday um, is actually, or was actually, was actually, my mom over here stopping me, was actually uh, World Vitiligo Day. Um, so I have my mom here, uh, Miss Gilda Carter, um, and she's actually, she has vitiligo, so, um, she is actually here to teach y'all about vitiligo. So, my dukes, um, what's up? How you doing? Good evening. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me. Okay, so, um, you know, first off, let's start with what is vitiligo? I guess tell people what it is, because most people don't know. Okay, so vitiligo is a disorder in which white patches appear on different parts of the body. Um, it's because the melanocyte, which is the pigment that causes color, actually dies or stops producing the color. So you have white patches over your body. Okay. Um, and so does it just appear? Like, how does it go? Like, when did you get it? Like, so the patches like, can randomly it. appear. <laughs> Absolutely, they don't know. Uh, <laughs> Right. So my vitiligo that I noticed started in 1999 and it started on my hand with a small spot that was white and it was probably a little bigger than a couple pea sizes and it just progressively spread it. And for um, people, it progressed differently. It could start and stop or continue. And someone, some people can lose all of their color so it appears that they're white sort of like Michael Jackson he actually had a procedure done where he had all the melon removed so that it appeared that he was one tone instead of having the patches yeah funny story about that um, my mom started first getting vitiligo went to the dermatologist was it dermatologist yeah. yes and she was like um, how would you feel about having a white mom I was like, nah, dog, I'm cool on that. You know what I'm saying? We just, we gonna do, we gonna do otherwise. But yeah, yeah, man. You know, one thing too. The other day when it was National Vitiligo Day, you know, Rob brought to my attention what I thought originally was a disease. He mentioned that it's not actually even classified as a disease. Would you mind speaking about that? So currently. Vitiligo is still being researched and awareness is being um, spread continuously by different people and organizations and dermatologists. So they're wanting to get it 
categorized as a disease so that the research and support could be given to the community as a whole. You know, with that being said too, because I know you said they're continuing to do research on it. They're continuing to want to get more funding for it as well. I know you're also a part of numerous different support groups uh, from local chapters to national chapters. Can you tell us a little bit more about your experience in that? So I currently am a part of North Carolina support group, uh, Vent Friends via Facebook, Vitiligo Bond being uh, also via Facebook. All of the groups that I'm a part of offer education, uh, whether that's for personal use or for the community. So the vitiligo falls in the member of an autoimmune disease family, but it's not categorized. So that's something that we talk about, whether we call it a disease or we call it our disorder. And um, so Vit Friends, they all have uh, .org sites where people can visit and get additional information and also uh, call in for support. So Vit Friends have a support site, Vitiligo Bonds have a support site, and all of those groups are part of um, where I go um, and just have friends on Facebook. And I meet up with a group in North Carolina. We go from different cities in North Carolina and just get up and share each other's stories, encourage one another, and just support each other. Um, so you mentioned like supporting each other and having the different groups. Um, I don't want to speak for you, but from what I've seen, you didn't really struggle with vitiligo and struggle with um, struggle, <laughs> struggle <laughs> with like depression and feeling really bad about it. So can you speak to that and how you stay strong and then also speak to um, people that are going through through it and people that are not taking it so easily and not so confident with it um, and just being, you know, in their own skin. Okay, so people with vitiligo can um, face increased risk of sunburn and skin cancer and then there's the social and physiological distress. So I've always, um, not to say people don't have a good support system, but I've just been one to focus on the good, um, that I'm healthy. Vitiligo is not contagious. It's not a painful, um, other than if it were, it can be mentally painful, but far as pain in the body that other people deal with, I look at it as a blessing that I, it could be so much worse. So I've always been one to try to think of the good that I still, I'm, you know, I tell people I'm still able to laugh, eat, you know, just sleep. And there's people with conditions that have problems with eating or sleeping or, or being able just to enjoy life. So I appreciate and I don't take it for granted that I have so many blessings that I can fo focus on. Whereas there are some people that deal with it and they are distressed and depressed. And some wear long sleeves all the time. Some feel the need to constantly cover in makeup. Um, because you do get attention. Um, I get people coming up or people looking and whether it's children or adults. Uh, whether people have questions, what happened? Did you get burned? Or, 
you know, are you doing something? So it's just being able to respond to different reactions from different people um, that I've just been blessed to be able to have a positive attitude and have a great um, family and friends around me and co-workers that have gone through the journey. So since 99, mine has slowly progressed and my color have changed practically throughout my whole body. So um, it's a journey. Oh. So uh, talk a little about the support groups and who come. Because I know I've been to uh, one of the support group meetings and there were like even kids there. So um, talk about kind of that exposure and that the influence you guys have on their lives. Because I, I saw it in myself. Um, I saw it myself with um, how they looked up to y'all and how they were encouraged by seeing y'all living with it and being happy and laughing and still being okay, like you said. Okay, so vitiligo affects all races, and it's both uh, male and female, um, mostly more noticeable in darker skin tones. So there are children that have the condition as well as adults. Um, everyone's sharing the story. Um, just recently I went to an empowerment, women's women, a women's empowerment in Raleigh, and one of the people that attended the... Um, empowerment session she said that she had not gone without makeup and on that particular day during the empowerment session she didn't wear makeup and she said it was freeing for her not to have to take the time to put on the makeup mm -hmm. um, that she had always done and uh, she saw one of her co-workers that had not seen her without makeup and and she felt good about it because she had that support of other people with vitiligo around her that was okay it's okay to love the skin you're in right that's good um so if someone wanted to learn more or kind of connect or you know whatever they may be where could they where could they find it where could they find information um how could they reach out for support if someone has vitiligo and hasn't found that support um where could they find that Okay, so support groups that I'm a part of and that others can also find information, support at vitfriends.org and also support at vitiligobond.org. And both of those sites um, offer additional information and also uh, contact where you can contact or reach out to someone else that has vitiligo. That's willing to talk and share. Dope, and dope. Um, so, my dudes, appreciate you coming. Rocking with us on Good Taste, Bad Grammar. I think I, I kept my my grammar pretty good while you was in here. Well, I thank you. And again, I don't know. I think we mentioned yesterday was actually World Vitiligo Day. And purple is a color that we've chosen to wear to represent. So, purple is royalty oh, yeah. and also beauty. So I thank, um, thank you all for having me. And again, if you need support or someone that wants support, support at vitfriends.org and support at vitiligobond.org. Thanks, Rod. And yeah, thanks. All right, Gilda. thank you. Take care. Appreciate Bye -bye. you. Bye-bye. Rod, man, shout out to you, man. Shout out Miss Gilda, Miss Carter. Coming in, kicking it with us on Good Taste, Bad Grammar. 
lot of love, man, for, you know, that's like my mom Dukes as well, man, right? You got a beautiful mom. And also for guys, for everyone who does not know, some other people that are fam more famous and more notable, but Miss Carter, Ma G, she is also probably the most famous person I know. But some other people that have Vinaligo include Rasheed Wallace, of course, Michael Jackson, John Hamm, Winnie Harlow, Steve Martin, and Joe Rogan. So continue to spread awareness and shout out to Miss Carter. So Rod, before we stopped and we went into our nice little break, man, shout out to the Weekly Wednesday playlist. We will continue to answer some questions here on the podcast, and we got a couple more to get through as far as this episode of episode two. And for those that are still with us, once again, this is Good Taste, Bad Grammar, powered by Family Brand with myself, Rob Carter, and Hunter Watson. We appreciate you guys kicking if you made it this far. But the next question, man, that I want to throw on out there, man, as we segue within this episode, how do you define success? And success. And, you know, that's a question I feel is so subjective. How do you define success? And I know for me, man, I really think the way you describe success is that, you know, success has no limitations, regardless of what people want to say, what people want to say as far as a monetary value or achieving getting a piece of paper like a degree. I think success has no limitations. You define your own success. I'm a person that believes confidence is a choice. I also think success is a choice. And what I mean by that is, you know, we really only control two things. We control our attitude and we control our effort. And with that, I just feel like, you know, success to me is overcoming something. I feel like success is setting a goal and you continue to work at that goal. Even if you don't have anything but 300 people 200 people, 10 people, 5, 1, it doesn't matter. I feel like anything that you put your mind with, success to me is not about the level and the numbers of the audience that you have, but it's about the size of the impact that you have and leaving a lasting impact on the world and making a change, making a difference, but at the same time, not allowing people to project fears on you and limiting yourself to the narrative, success is blank. Because success is anything that you want to make it, and that's how I feel, man. And I think the biggest sign of self-confidence and self-love self is when you can understand that nobody can speed up your process. Your journey is going to be your journey. And that's what makes it beautiful. And that's also what makes success beautiful because we define our own success. Facts. Um, I definitely agree, man. Every time, every time I hear that question, uh, how do you de define the success or how is success defined, um, I want to make sure that it, that that to you is said you know you know the little meme where shorty like to you um because that's important because success is going to be different for people every time like it's just not going to be the same like um it just never is and you just explained this was really no part no point in me going over it again but it's just never going to be the same uh person to person from person to person so that's just what it is like success is whatever you decide success to you is so there you go and that's, and that's period, man. Shout out to the city girls. I know all y'all little fast, y'all fast tricking hot girls. Y'all love saying that nowadays, man. Period. Nah, I'm cool, on, I'm cool on the city girls. Give me a hot girl and I'm good. Hey, you, see how, you see how they got trapped up? It was all funny games till you got pregnant, huh? Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Period. It's, evil, it's an evil world we live in, bro. It's I hope the baby's world. beautiful, though. I hope the baby's a hot girl. Hey, man. I feel it, man. It's an evil world. But transitioning to the next one, Rod. 
This is our pick two, and we want you guys to be a part of this as well. So we have a pick two questionnaire here. It has multiple choices, and Rod and myself, we will select the two that we will want out of all of these options. So the options include, you can either have $10,000 cash immediately, a brand new home, but you can never sell it or move, unlimited free metal care for life, free rent slash a mortgage for six months. So if you have an apartment or if you have a crib, you can get free rent, free mortgage for six months. You uh -huh. can get a brand new luxury car that you can never sell or own another car. Perfect credit, unlimited airline tickets for life, or free groceries for five years. So, Rod, I'm going to let you go ahead and kick that off, man. Pick the two that you want. And for the audience, man, everybody listening, be sure to drop what two you would select from all of the choices. Most definitely. So, if I had to pick two of these, um, for me, it's kind of easy, honestly. Um, I would go $10,000 cash immediately, and I'll explain that in a second, and then free rent or mortgage for six months. Um, so with the $10, $10, 10,000, 10 bands, like, bro, I can flip that. Uh, I can make it happen with 10 bands. Like that's a, that's a down payment on a crib that go your rental property right there. Um, you are already living. If you combine the two with that 10 bands, you got your down payment on the crib and you living a rent free, um, or mortgage free for six months. Right. So either on that crib or where you were already living before you got the new crib, you're not going to be paying rent. So either way, you're stacking another, let's say you make, I mean, what's six months? I don't know. Let's say you make a regular two bands a month. Let's just leave it like, you know what I'm saying? Two bands a month. For six months, that's a come up. Come on. That's 12 more bands. That's another crib. you living good and you still okay. working. So, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm, I'm at. I'm, I'm with 10 bands for immediately cash in my hand <laughs> and you know what I'm saying six months free free rent free mortgage hey bro I can I can dig that man you know that cash money definitely gonna be power you know we're gonna flip that we're gonna put that in flip a mutual investment fund we're gonna double that double up right. man so I feel that dog I definitely feel that in the six months free rent you know fr free mortgage whatever you have you know that's definitely going you know take a nice little burden off of you while you're making that money grow but, I, you know, I'm right. indifferent on this one, man. The okay. first and foremost, the one that I'm taking, I'm taking that brand new home. And I know, notice okay. it says, I cannot sell this. And I want to give mm. a little story. Oh, you, okay, I, okay. I, 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 I see you. my second one, too. So I'm, I'm going to take the brand new home. And then I'm also going to take them unlimited airline tickets for life, dog. Because, you know, you got to travel, man. You got to see the world. And, you know, listen, you this me? is my reasoning that. behind everything. So okay. with the brand new home, notice, like I said, it says I cannot sell or move. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I can't leave my crib and go visit places with the airline tickets. And at the same time, okay. as the story that I wanted to tell you, I met an individual at work and he was telling me how his family, they grew up in San Francisco. Um, unfortunately, his mom and dad, they passed. So he had to sell the home. And for those mm -hmm. that do not know, San Francisco always goes back and forth from either the number one most expensive city or second between that and New York here in America. And the house okay. they purchased back in 1965 for about $32,000. That's a pretty fair price back in 1962. And right. that home, after his parents passed and he had to sell it, 
They sold it back in 2018 for 1.5 million. So you know, I'm Ooh. gonna own me a crib, and who's to say if I ever have children, my wife, if I ever get wifed up, man? But you know how the, you know how these women is. Um, you hey, know, who's bro. to say they? You can't gonna find you a good one, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to find me a good one here, man. But who's to say they can't sell that house and have that huge equity and have a hell of a come up like that? And then those airline tickets, man, it's just going to be cool. You know, shout out my boy Rod, Hunter, uh, the whole round table, everybody, man, that, you know, we're just going to be able to take trips and continue to see the world. So that's my two choices. And don't forget, man, the entire audience, whatever you guys feel that you would want to pick, put that down let in us the know. comment section below. Most definitely. Let us know. Next question. Double XL. They just released. Okay. Okay. I see you. I see you. XXL. I'm rocking with it. Double XL. They just dropped. And, you know, no disrespect to the other previous classes other than the 2010 class with my dog Cole, 2011 with Kendrick, Mac Miller, Mm RP Mac. Double XL kind of fell off, man. You know, it was always an artist here or there. 2016 was cool with 21, Kodak, and all them, but it's still been very hit or miss, you know? Right. It was always just a couple artists that were, like, cool. It was never, like, that's a solid class. You feel me? Like, um, it was never, like, a consistent, okay, him, fa, her, fa, him, fa, her, fa, them, fa. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was never that for, not never, but it's it's been a while. Um, so they back, they back and I'm rocking with it and I, and I like to see it. I'm loving it. Um, you got the list up? Yeah, dog. You know, I want to go over and drop some names, man. Everybody might not agree, but I know for at least my camp, man, everybody here on good taste, bad grammar, it was a mutual consensus. We thought the list was pretty solid. So, uh, starting off with Gunna Gunna, who I personally don't feel like is a freshman. They should have put him on after drip season two. That's a classic. Right, he should have been but on. Man, That's you know, facts. he's on the list now. Uh, the Stallion, right. shout out to Meg. She's definitely been doing bars. Big no, right no, no. Now. Let's Blue stop Facebook. there because not only is she bad, but she really do got the bars. You feel me? Like she not really just out here selling her body. You know what I'm saying? She not really out here selling sex. She really selling these bars. She getting these bars off for real. And I'm yeah, with it, real. bro. I rock with her. For real, dog. I gotta, I gotta give her that, man. She putting Houston back on the map, man. So shout out Meg Thee Stallion, Blueface baby. Really wasn't feeling him at the beginning, but I had to learn how to adapt, man. You can't just be no old right. nigga hating. So shout out Blueface, uh, right. Lil Mozzie, Roddy Rich, the dopest person. Who hey, I, think I see how you skipped list, over man, that doing that Lil Mozzie, Lil Mosey, because I don't know who that is. For real. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but he on the list. <laughs> you slid <laughs> by, like you slid by, bro, fast as hell. <laughs> I'm going to act like I know, but I really don't know. Uh, the person who nah, I think is I the don't. dopest I ain't on this list. cap. The person who I think is the dopest on this list, man, is Tierra Wack. I think she's going to kill the freshman freestyle cypher. I think she's one of the best yeah, rappers sure. I've ever seen, man. Her wordplay is phenomenal. Cadence it's crazy. is crazy. And then hey, bro, shout, Roddy, out, shout out uh, to Roddy Rich, though, too. Yeah, Roddy Rich, too, man. You know, he's hot right now. I like Roddy Rich. Right. Um, definitely love. I'm still, I got a lot of his music on my playlist. I would be lying if I told you I didn't. Um, the other guy, I don't know this other guy. I'm not even going to cap, bro. I ain't even going to call cap right now, bro. <laughs> YK, 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 I don't know who. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce this. I know this is good taste, bad grammar, but I, I'm a butcher it. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, um, bro. To be quite honest with you. Shout out to YK, it. though. Shout he made it. it. You know what I'm saying? He out here. Shout out to YK. <laughs> 
Uh, Rico Nasty out of DC. Hey, bro. I know the DMV people happy. Hey, listen, Rico Nasty uh, last album is underrated. That joint was fire. You gotta. It's, it's one of those albums, and I know I talked about it before. You just gotta be in the mind, the, the mindset to, to listen to it because she has that sound where it's aggressive and it's loud, but like she be snapping for real. So she dope. Shout out to her for making uh, 2019 XXL freshman. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And then the last person, another person who I don't know. So it's kind of like ass backers how we said they finally got it right, but we don't know. But what listen, was it? this is the second, third person that we don't really know. Yeah, I'm not really it's too th- familiar with Come the Zane. I think that's how you Come pronounce Zane. it. Come the Zane. Come the Zane. But listen, if you, if it's eleven and we only didn't know three, that's a solid list. You feel me? Like. That's straight. Facts, facts. I, I got to give us that, man. But, you know, I'm filling the list. You filling the list. Hunter, he's absent today, but I know he said he's filling the list, too. He said he was rocking also, with Also, put that down sure. in the comments section. Let us know if y'all are filling the double XL. If you're excited for it, if you think it's ass, you think it's trash. Let us know, man, because I low-key think it's kind of gas. But, you know, right there, they need to put me on there with them bars. Right, man, right. Uh, but, yeah, man. I think it's time for a little, a little another song, bro. You know what I'm saying? Let the people rock out one time. Let them vibe out one time. Take a little breather. They tired of hearing our voice for a second. But we're going to come back. But y'all check this out, man. Talent comes everywhere. Everybody's talented. Fucking everybody in this bar is talented. One thing or another. But having something to say and a way to say it so people listen to it, that's a whole other bag. Pull up in Rowries and park on the curb. I got your hold, me put on the stirrup. I got them doubles, he stuck on my shirt. Your niggas are busted, your niggas are hurt. I'm with the gang, we making it work. Pour the pain, we sipping that surf. So cocaine, it dripping superb. Lay up my name, you gon' get hurt. Mama knew I was that nigga since birth. Why the little bitch tryna get on my nerve? I'm getting money, no time for no bird. You gon' get blocked, you gon' get curved. I am that nigga, baby, what you hurt. New Lamborghini, yeah, watch how I swerve. Diamonds on water, yeah, don't get a merch. Fuck on your being when I get that urge. Them niggas is lurking, it feel like the perch. Pop me another, yeah, I'm on the verge. I am that nigga that came from the dirt. That little bitch be working my nerve. You ain't talking money, I cannot converse. Killing these niggas, I bring out the hearse. I'm about to chop 50k for a verse. Oh, just stop talking, you making it worse. Me and Bob pull up back to back. Balance & Company is a lifestyle brand and fragrance company that promotes conscious lifestyle habits. They have 100% soy wax candles, specifically used for aromatherapy but give off an overall great scent. Balance & Company is a black-owned business by Lacey Evans. She's a North Carolina anti-state Aggie alum and a non-profit founder of the Triple P's Foundation Incorporated. Be sure to check out Balance & Company on Instagram at shopbalanceceo. And visit the website at www.shopbalanceco.com, home of all the luxury scents. All right, man. So that was uh, that was K Camp's new song off his new album called Suicide, man. Yes, sir, man. If you haven't heard that, man. Go ahead and listen to that album, because it's tough. I feel like K-Camp, he's always like that sleeper out of Atlanta. They were always talking about Gunna. They were always talking about Future, Lil Baby. But, like, K-Camp gets forgotten, man. He always keeps some heat for us. Right. He consistent, bro. He consistent, for real, for real. And he rocked with a new... He made, he made, uh, he made strong songs we can stroll to. So, I think he... I think he... 
low key rock with the noobs. He know who you making. Yeah, he, he know what he know what he doing. And, and the ladies too. And the ladies. But Rob, man, it's time for our favorite segment. You feel me? Switching gears, going to I can't make this shit up. Everybody has a story that they just can't, can't make, make this, this shit, shit up. up. And Rod, it's on you today, man. You got to tell us a story up, about a time. You just simply cannot make this shit up. Hey, listen. I can't make this shit up, bro. One time, uh, it was, you know what I'm saying, early in my life, me and my mom's, we lived in a one-bedroom apartment. Uh, I really don't know where she was, but she probably was in the shower or something. Either way, I was alone, you know what I'm saying, unsupervised, out here doing me. A young bull. Um, so I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I done seen my dudes draw the whip before. I know what it is, bro. I can do this. Um, and so so I snatch up the little keys. My mom had a, uh, if, you, if you've been rocking with me, you know what I'm talking about. My mom had a silver, a silver, just a silver big ring on her on her keys. So I grabbed the keys, snatched them joints up, and I slid out. I'm about to ride up. I'm about, I'm about to pull up on the fellas for real. You know what I'm saying? We about to go get on some shorties from the daycare and stuff. So... I get in the whip, you know what I'm saying? I successfully uh, get in the whip. I put the keys into the ignition. Uh, I tried to turn it over. It didn't work. Now, obviously, I wasn't tall enough to reach the brakes, but I had knew that my dukes, you know what I'm saying, she be pushing on the brakes. So I tried to, you know what I'm saying, reach the brakes. I ended up reaching the brakes, tried to turn the key over. Still didn't work. You know what I'm saying? It had to be God, but luckily, my Ma Dukes drove a stick shift at the time, so... If you know anything about driving a stick shift, you got to do a little more work than just putting your foot on the brake. You got to work with the clutch and stuff, too. So, can't make this shit up, bro. I try to slide out with my mom's whip. Um, I definitely, uh, I got I got some heat for that. You know what I'm saying? I got I got my ass whooped. You know <laughs> I got some heat for that. But, hey, bro, you know what I mean? I was a dreamer, bro. I tried to slide out, bro. I thought I could do it, bro. If I would have had a phone, I would have hit the boys up like, yo, we about to go get on something, get dressed. I'm about to be outside in five minutes, but it ain't go down like that. Love man, you. you wasn't gonna get no cutting. <laughs> this man Rob, bro, you like <laughs> you watch uh you watch the boondocks, bro. It's like you almost remind yeah. you almost remind me of like that little Milton episode. I just wanna do hood rat things with my friends. You feel me? That's what I was trying I was trying to be on my hood rat shit for the day. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to slide out, but hey. Hey, that's that that's that East Charlotte in you, bro. You built different. It's the water. <laughs> watch out, watch out. <laughs> hey, hey man, but you know, that's my favorite segment. I hope you guys like that, man. So let's get ready to get up on out of here. But before we get out of here, I want to make sure I leave you guys with my last take. My last take of the day, man, it's a quote by Charlotte native, Dreamville rapper Luke West. And the quote is, I've never heard of a great success story without some sacrifice and adversity. And my interpretation of that, how we were talking about what success is to us, I just feel like no matter what you're going through, no matter how down it may seem right now, you can always get yourself out because at the end of the day, the only place you can go is up. And the only thing to sacrifice success for what we want is what we want to define it. And it's our attitude and it's our effort. So simple and plain, man. Simple and plain. Go get it. You know what I'm saying? Don't let nothing stand in the way of your dream. Let's get it. Hey, that's facts. And also, much love to everybody that responded to the social media question of the day. That question was when we threw up the video of Cam Newton coming back from a flight from Paris. And he offered a man $1,500 on the plane to just switch seats with him to get more leg room. And the man wouldn't do it. 
majority of the questions, pretty much 99% of it, except a couple odd characters said they would take the money. I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to take the $1,500. It's a pretty easy come up. But, man, appreciate you guys rocking with us, and we love it. Much love. Continue rocking with us on social media. But, hey, this is the episode two. It's in the bag. That's, uh, you know, it's a wrap, I guess, folks. So, as always, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. Tune it in for the second episode. I'm Brad Brooks. You can check me out on my social media. If you want to holler at the boy, ever connect at the Brad Brooks underscore the end of that. All social media platforms. Hunter Watson, absent today, but you can catch him on all platforms. H.A. Watson with a zero for the O. And that's all of his platforms. Rod, go ahead and tell the people where they can find you at, man. You can find me on all platforms at It's All Rod. I-T-S-A-L-L-R-O-D. Come rock with me. Already know, man. And, of course, this was brought to you by the family brand. Continuing to build the brand, man. The family table is getting big. If you haven't already visited the website, please do that at thefamilybrandclt.com. Website description all at the bottom of this episode in the description tab. So, as always, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, comment, retweet. You know, post on IG, man. Tell a friend. Tell your mama. Tell your sister. Tell your daddy. All that. All that. All, all that. that. Do all that, man, because we really going up this summer. So, we out. Yes, sir. Playmakers. Run that back, turbo. Did the dash and I blow the brains. Dash and I blow the brain. Got cash on a private plane. Got cash on a private plane. Couple M's on sound exchange. Couple M's on sound exchange. Rich me no time to explain. Rich man plane, plane. Bang bang with the wood grain. grain. To a port, know the pilot by the name. Uh, uh, Ain't out flight out of Spain. Spain. Gonna gonna got a little fame. No, ain't no cap in my game. Still hit your block, leave a man down. Shoot like I'm shooting at the range. range. Quick, I can let it bang. bang. Rich nigga, I let it keep the change. change. Fake love, I don't care to really hang. You a dub, and I know you feel ashamed. Spit it up, know they wanna take the lane. Uh, take a school bus, board a plane. Get it first, heard they try to call it lane. Uh, same. I'm trying to steal my style, dog. Flow outfit, I had to change. Tell me, I'ma go A. Wall, people gon' think I'm insane. I'm just getting skeet on her face. I fell in love with her brain. Put a scratch on her head. All niggas on my chains.